Hello, and welcome to an unknown adventure podcast number 28. I am your host, Kimberly Ann. And first, I want to start with apologizing for skipping last week's episode. It was my last week at my full-time day, day job. I can't even say that word anymore. Yay! Slash career. And it was packed full with patients. Plus, I had to physically move out of my office. But now I am free. Retired is not a very glamorous word. It sounds like an animal that's been put out to pasture or worse. Regardless, I have been looking forward to and planning this time in my life for the past five years. And the last day of my 15-year career, this is my fourth career. I've had one other 15-year career as a TV producer, and then I've had quite a few other shorter length careers. But this last weekend, I celebrated with a friend and we went out and had amazing food and fantastic conversations and lots and lots of sun. And we went through Sausalito and I took her on the Sausalito houseboat tour. And I used to live on the houseboats in Sausalito. So I know a lot of the docks and I went and showed her one of one of the old houseboats I used to live on and lived on two of them. And anyway, it was super duper fun. And it was just kind of a good ending to not only this time in my life, wrapping it up, but also my time in Marin and the Bay Area, and also a beautiful introduction to the spring slash summer. Oh, and the one thing I wanted to add, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Bo Burnham, but he's a comedian. He is brilliant, absolutely brilliant. He became super well-known and famous in his first 25 years of life and then kind of burnt out on the comedy scene and quit. And he wrote the movie eighth grade, which you may or may not be familiar with, but it's, it's very good. And then he did not perform for the past five years and decided at the beginning of 2020 that he was ready to start performing again. And he had controlled his anxiety and he was ready to jump back in there. And then, you know, what happened? So he has a new Netflix special called inside And it's about spending the last year of his life inside, but obviously it's stylized and it's comedy and it's not based on total reality, but there are hints of what we've all gone through this past year, year and a half now. I highly recommend watching the Bo Burnham Inside Netflix special and it does get dark and his humor is very specific. For me, his humor checks all my boxes. But for some people, it might be offensive. And so there, I'm warning you, he cusses a lot. He talks about some uh, sexual, or, you know, what might be considered dirty topics, which I love. So if that's not for you, do not check out the new Bo Burnham special. But if it is for you, then do and then watch his other two Netflix specials and look him up on YouTube. And he's just phenomenal. So moving on today, I interview Veronica Winsky, who is the queen of reinvention. And she talks about living the first part of her life following the societal musts of having the right career, the right car, the right house, and all other societal norms that we are fed until her wake up moment when she leapt into the unknown sink or swim. And it wasn't always easy for her. She'll talk about that. But she did learn to swim and has become a world traveler and an entrepreneur. 
So please come and find out more in this episode. Today we're here with Veronica Winsky, who is known as the queen of reinvention. After eight years in the corporate world, Veronica decided that her talents and real calling were beyond the nine to five rat race lifestyle that was draining her soul. Determined to fulfill her own calling, she left her career 11 years ago and reinvented her own life and now helps other women do the same. Now, as speaker and coach, you will find Veronica speaking on virtual and live stages globally and showing her clients how they too can reinvent themselves, not someday, but now. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much for being here. And the first question I'd like to ask people is, where are you in the world right now? Right now, at this moment, I am in Venice, Florida. In two short days, actually, I'm going to be in Lake Atitlan in Guatemala. So about to go back to my life of adventure. Oh, that's so (laughs) exciting. Are you excited? In, what was it, end of 2019 was the year that I left my amazing life that I had in California to embark upon my dream life of being a world traveler and then you know 2020 happened so that took a pause but during that pause I reinvented my business from being in person for seven years to now being fully virtual so now I'm getting back out into that life up leveled reinvented with my business as my travel partner now that's great so the benefits of a horrible situation. It's all in the, it's the perspective and what we do in the time that we have it. I, I choose always to implement the work and the knowledge that I share with my clients and what I live by. So instead of sitting and seeing as though my whole life didn't work out how I planned it to go, like everybody else during 2020, I took the time to regroup and reinvent and now re-enter up-leveled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how did you end up in Florida? Good question. <laughs> the, my family is in Florida. So when I left California, all I kept with me was my car So and a couple things. So I left my car and my things in Florida. So when I came back, I thought it's a pause. So I'll hang out in this part of the country for now. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. And then as we mentioned before the recording that you are originally from Poland. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been here or been away from Poland? Gosh, many, many years already. I came here as a teenager and I actually came with my family to Florida. And then 20 years ago now, I left and I lived in California. I lived in California for almost 18 years right after college. And that's where I had my corporate career and then stepping away from that and starting a completely different life. All happened in California. (laughs) Wow. Okay. And let's talk about that. So what happened to make you leave your corporate job? And then what did you do instead? Great questions. What made me leave? I realized that where I was at and how I was feeling was not, it was like sucking away at my soul. I felt even though, you know, I lived in Southern California, I owned a home and I had a great job and blah, 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 all this stuff. 
but inside I felt like my soul was being sucked out of me. So then I, at that time, I didn't know that through reading The Secret, that was my gateway drug to awakening and changing my life. I read the book and new possibilities opened themselves up for me. But I got laid off of my job. And at that time, I remember I, I was miserable, but what else am I going to do? I, as far as I knew, the only thing I knew how to do was be a business person and be in like work for someone else. And the day that I got laid off, I went through so many different emotions from feeling defeated, humiliated, and embarrassed, walking out with that little box of my stuff, and then feeling really liberated when I was driving on the freeway in the middle of the day because I got laid off. So there was no traffic, which I very rarely got to experience right. living in Southern California working nine to five, that doesn't happen. Nope. Even on the weekends, because on the weekends, everybody that works nine to five is going somewhere. Yep. So to the beach, like, usually to the beach. I'm from Southern California, so born and raised, so I understand. Yes. So you know the glory of the traffic. Yes. And that day, for, like when I was driving and there was no one on the freeway with me, I felt really free. In that moment, I made a decision that I'm going to do whatever it takes to not go back to working for someone. Now, mind you, I had degrees and I've worked in the corporate world for eight years at that time. But in that moment, I'm like, what do I got to lose? I lost my job. Oh, and then on top of that, I was about to lose my home that I worked so hard oh. for. And oh. I lost everything. So I'm like, what else do I got to lose? Let me see what I can figure out for me. But at that time, I had no idea that like fast forward 11 years from that moment that I would be doing the work that I'm doing and getting paid for it, taking me into a life of world travel and freedom. I had no idea. That's why now I am so passionate about helping the women that are either exiting on their own or they feel like there's something else for them to help them remember. So they don't, it took me three years and with the right guidance, it can take 20 minutes now. It's your time. And now I help them to re remember and I see for them what they cannot see for themselves. Mm -hmm. I can only wish that somebody did that for me. And when I did finally work with my first business coach, it helped, but it took me a while to get to that point. So it takes time. It takes yeah. time, but it starts with the decision. Just decide. And I didn't know. I had so many random gigs in between. And pff, I would just hold on to anything because at that time, I was not master of the laws of attraction. I had no clue. So I'm like, I'll do anything. As like, Man, I'll do anything type of gigs showed up. I work with multi-level marketing companies. I worked with a skincare doctor in Newport Beach and he made all kinds of facial rejuvenation stuff and plastic surgery. I remember a moment when I'm standing in scrubs with mask and goggles on and they're having me observe a surgery because I'm part of their team. And I'm like, whose life is this? This is not me. And then I almost fainted, you know? So just... <laughs> 
I remember my husband at the time, he was like, why don't you just go back and get a job? You can't seem to find anything that sticks. You keep taking something and then leaving it and doing something else. And I kept telling him, yes, because I had a knowing that there is something inside of me that I'm going to remember and it's just going to click and then I'm going to stick with it. But until then, I'm going to do what it takes to align with that knowing. And now I've been in my own business doing my own thing for eight years. So, yeah, it's okay for it to take time. But I hope people so it doesn't have to. So they don't have to do the random gigs. But I'm sure you learned from those too. Yes. Every little thing was not just a stepping stone, but a learning stone. I learned and everything happens for a reason and in perfect alignment. If I wouldn't have gone through everything that I gone through, I would not be the person that I am today. So I'm grateful for it all. Yeah. And so what was the transition? Like what happened? (laughs) So (laughs) it was digging deep on the subconscious level. When I was in the corporate world, I was very square. I did not believe in any kind of subconscious voodoo work or spirituality, none of that. That was just woo-woo and I would fun of those people. I was that person. Mm-hmm. And then one day I ended up, by chance, not chance, you know, mm-hmm. um, signing up to this, what I thought was a class that I would learn about something that really resonated with me that I didn't even know what it was, but that was my first time saying yes to something like, I don't even know what it is, but it feels like I need to be there. Uh I became certified in an energetic modality that addresses the subconscious mind and something happened with this modality. It clears out the old limiting beliefs, points of views and stories that you create about yourself, what's possible for you and what's possible in the world. And I was just trading. I didn't know. I'm like, this is really weird. Everybody's like, spiritual stuff and energy healing is so magical. Back then, man, I was like hiding out, not telling anybody, driving secretly to meet at these people's houses to do this weird thing that sounds weird and crazy, but I couldn't help to feel different. I felt different. And after a short period of time, the pivoting point was All of the sudden, I remembered, this is my dream. I've always wanted to help people create change in their life, changing how they think, feel, and behave. That's always been my thing. But when I was in college, I was told I cannot do it until I have a PhD in psychology. Uh And now, by then, I've been already out of the corporate world and like being open to these other ways of creating I remember the moment something like told me freaking start your business now. I'm like, okay. And that was another first. I felt it. I heard it and I knew. So then I went out and I hired a business coach. And there was quite a few business coaches already that as soon as they found out that I'm looking for a coach, everybody was like, whoa, me, me, me. I followed the feeling again. And the coach I hired, she said, I'll never forget this. Here in America, you can create a business out of anything. If you have a product or a service that can help people be better, then you can start. And I'm like, well, great. You're hired. Show me how. 
that was nine years ago, actually, because then by the time I worked with her and launched and all of that, but, and I never looked back. Wow. That's great. It's like you followed your intuition and whatever spiritual guidance you were receiving. Yes. And the more that I did this work, the more it opened me up to the, the gifts like that I have that everybody has that I had no idea. Then I went from being the critic of the woo world to being like so interested in it. And I, I was so fascinated with it because I began to see and experience myself changes that I thought would take years and they were happening like almost instantly. And I, I'm like, oh my gosh. So I was super into it. But then after a while, I realized that it all led me to opening myself up to my own energies that are just always there and they're always running and no, it's not a modality. So now it's interesting, the work that I do, it's a compilation of different things that I've learned, but it's divinely guided by something that's outside of myself. So I'm like, if that's possible for me, it's possible for anybody. I was a square suit. <laughs> funny. Yeah. And, and so your business is probably changing also. It has. That's why I've crowned myself the queen of reinvention. Because anywhere that, like, every piece of my life, I'm always reinventing it because we're never meant to be sedentary and the same. So even with my business, I reinvent myself in the direction of the divine guidance. I really surrendered myself to this guidance. It was 2016, so five years ago. When we say that, oh, I'm going to work in this business and it's been so great, it doesn't come without its challenges. Right. There's been a lot of challenges. And there was one moment that I remember at that time, I had a healing center that I started with someone. We co-opened it together in Huntington Beach. And my partner was getting really ill and I had to carry it. Then I separated from my husband and I had a roommate and I knew it was time for her to go. So I had to carry the mortgage on my own and everything that comes with that. And my car died. So I had to take care of the new car. And I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? I'm like, business, okay, but that's a lot. Mm-hmm. I just said to something that's outside of me, you guided me to do this. I've done my best, but now I, I don't know how to figure this out. Show me because I don't want to go get a job. And it did. Oh, and amongst all of that, I had a 90 day program that I was working with clients in a group setting. So I bought myself a brand new laptop Mac and I transferred all of the information to the laptop. And then the laptop, I killed it with coffee. So all of my work data, nothing was in the cloud at that time. It was like 2015. So everything got wiped out and I'm like, what am I going to do? I ended up having that same day, somebody called me with a referral of one client and then somebody else. And all of a sudden, all these different clients started to show up and money just started flowing. And I'm like, all right then. And then I got to travel more and just, yeah, it's been great. Wow. That's part of life, right? Totally part of life. I don't think I know that when we are on this awakening path, it's such a beautiful word, awakening. It's such a shit show, actually, excuse my language. You go through a lot of life wipeouts. That was not my only one. 2020 was crazy for everyone. 2019 was my crazy year. 
even my closest friends are like, how are you insane? And just going through everything that you've been through this year. I'm like, everything that I teach, I live. This is what, this is the result, the outcome of the work that I share with everyone. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you go through these turmoils in your life, but when you have a strong vision of what it is that you desire to create in your life and your daily dialect is positioned in such way that it aligns with it. Even when you go through what seems like a complete life wipeout, when you use these tools, you know that you're still on the right path, no matter what. And so what opened up the travel and where did you go and why did you do it and all that? First, I started with a lot of road trips throughout the U.S. being in Southern California. Then in 2000 and what was it, 18, I went to first trip was to Thailand. Most of the trips, everything is divinely guided. I get it like insight. Okay, time for you to go. And I book and I go. Then I went to south of Mexico and then I was guided to go to Guatemala. And I didn't even know, I don't really speak Spanish. I didn't know where I'm supposed to go, but it was clear, go to the lake, go to the lake in Guatemala. I'm like, okay, I'm going to the lake in Guatemala. Man, I ended up landing by chance. I didn't know even where I'm going. I landed in the most magical place in Lake Atitlan and I was only able to spend one week there and I knew that I want to go back. Mm-hmm. So then I had to come back to California. A year and a half later, I get guidance that it's time to leave my amazing life in California and start the world travel. So that's when I left my life in California. I drove my car to Florida, left my stuff there, and I flew out to the Philippines. And I was in the Philippines. Then I was in Vietnam. Then I had to fly back to the States because the pandemic happened. Mm. And I was in Florida where I reinvented my business to now be fully virtual. And now on Tuesday, I've been guided to go back to Lake Atitlan to the same spot. So I'm leaving to go there now. Wow. With with my business, still working with my clients. But when I first left, I had to trust that all is going to fall into place at the right time. Yeah. And and how do you travel? Because I remember we talked briefly and you said like you could pick up and leave quickly. Yes. Yes, I can. And in the past, I think my divine guidance has really tested me because when I had to pick up and leave at times, I, I, first time I went to Lake Atitlan, man, I traveled on like overnight bus, on a van, on the back of the truck, in a chicken bus, on a tuk-tuk, on a boat. I'm like, oh my God. Ah! Yeah. On the way leaving there, same thing. I thought I was going to leave in a nice van. I ended up going to different stops through the Guatemala in a chicken bus with the locals. And I'm pretty easygoing, so it's always an adventure. Many times I don't even pre-book, I just go. Last time, I, I didn't realize that where I landed was the busiest like week of the year. And there was no places to stay. I ended up staying in this loft, which was not really a loft. It was like a plank of wood. So I slept in my hammock. I'm like, oh my God. So this time I am staying at one of the nicest places there in one of their fanciest rooms overlooking the lake. I am being picked up by a private shuttle, which is going to take me to the location. 
I'll stay there for probably a week and a half right now and see where will I want to stay after. And then I'll make a decision. So you so, want to rent a place there? Yeah, yes, yes. But and, I want this time, I didn't want to go and just go fully into the unknown. This time I treated myself like royalty, getting there and like launching my time there. Yeah, it sounds like you already paid your dues. Yes, I did. The other way. <laughs> I mean, holy cow, I'm like, I am an adult woman, <laughs> really sleeping in a hammock. But I'm like, well, adventure calls, then you just go. And even though I'm going to a nice place, I'm still going with my backpack because I love adventure. And if, if while I'm there, there's an opportunity to go and explore, I want to make sure that I can go and do it, not being impaired by a luggage. Right. And that was actually my next question. What do you travel with? Uh, a 45 liter backpack. 45 liter, yeah. And another small backpack. I usually put one in the back and one in the front. Okay. The front one, like a baby. <laughs> yeah. Like, like with the laptop or whatever. Yeah. I put my laptop in there, like the electronics. What else? Like snacks, <laughs> my Kindle, my notebook. Right. Always my journal. And right. yeah, everything else goes in the pack. And then do you like wash your own clothes when you're there? Depends. Like this time, because I'm going to be there a longer time, I'm going to probably use the laundry service because all the places have it there. Yeah. Many times when I do go places, I do wash my own clothes by hand, especially like underwears and stuff. Because when you travel, you don't change your shirt every day you just don't it's different unless you get grimy then of course yes but you know other items then yeah you definitely want to wash every day like normal and so if need to then hand wash and if not then i use the local laundry service also sometimes depends on the weather because if it's rainy and they don't have dryers then yeah then what do you do dry inside they dry inside yep i wear the clothes during the day and then at night whatever's dirty i wash like that okay, that's and a good then, idea. Yeah. And I'm going to do when I arrive this time because it's with the COVID and everything after the, being on the airport and all of that, I'm going to get there, just wash my clothes and then have nothing airport germs in yeah. the room. Yeah. And how do you feel about traveling right now? I'm feeling really good about it, actually, because this morning I had to go get a COVID test. It was super easy, super fast. Oh, it, I had the result in 30 minutes. Wow. Yeah, very easy. And going to Guatemala right now, the only thing I need is to show that I have COVID negative results. Like one place at 96 hours, another 72. So I have 72 just to be sure. Yeah. And that's it. No quarantine or anything once I arrive. But also the government of Guatemala does have you fill out another document. So they're like double checking, which is great. I feel fine. So I wanted to ask you about your business. So what is it exactly that you do? Well, I help professional women reinvent themselves by discovering their calling that employs their brightest abilities and talents. Because it's time. It's time for women to step into their purpose and remember why they came here because it's the time. Yeah. But how do you discover what it is? What if there's 10 things they want to do? We all come here with this one thing. So through different exercises that we do, we pick a lane 
Mm-hmm. And then we create a vision around it. And then whatever is in alignment with that begins to show up. And there is a certain process with all processes and becoming aware. And sometimes you pick that lane and you realize, well, maybe this is not fully in alignment. And it's okay to change because everything, again, is part of our journey. Mm-hmm. So there is no right or wrong when they make the decision that it's time to reinvent themselves and they find that which really makes their soul sing at the time and they can create anything. Hi, just a quick break. If you're finding value in these podcast episodes, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review, if you could give it five stars, or if you could share it with a friend that you think would benefit from listening to it. And that's what helps this get seen by others who may find value in AUA. And also it helps the algorithm so more people can see the podcast. Since this is completely a labor of love, I would love it if you would share that love with others. Thank you. And now back to the show. For me right now, I love working with my clients one-on-one. Mm -hmm. Because I love seeing the journey of the remembering of their purpose of what it is, and then going through the process of aligning themselves with realizing that future person. Now, it's an amazing process. And right now, the time is more potent than ever for us to change because of everything that's happening in the world. So whichever lane you pick to focus on, that's what you're going to get. So I just help women to pick the lane that makes their heart sing and help them in creating habits that are in alignment with that. And my gift, since I've been a child, I've been able to somehow see almost like a 3D movie when somebody shares with me like what they wish to have, what they want to accomplish, their dreams. If it's in alignment, I just see it. When I work with my clients, I never work with them until we had a conversation. Because one-on-one, if I don't see it, then I don't see it. Right. If I see it, and then when you tell me what lights you up, if it's in alignment, it's almost like a game. And I I see that path for you, and I see the steps to take for you to take. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit of things that really make sense and a little bit of magic where it's this divine guidance that helps me see what my clients cannot yet see for themselves. Right. Yeah. And because they're paying me, they trust me. So they do what I see for them and implement these tools. And then they're like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe it. I'm like, I know. That's why we wrote it down. Remember what you wanted to accomplish in three months? It's already done. Yeah. We are so much more powerful than we give ourselves permission to acknowledge. Yes. And when we start to get out of our own way, it's game changer. Yes. Now more yes. than ever. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important to pick a lane. Yeah. And I like the idea of reinventing whenever something doesn't feel in alignment. Like right now, I've been an acupuncturist for 15 years and it doesn't feel in alignment for me anymore. I've made that decision and it feels right. But I was talking to a family member today and she said, I just don't understand because she's had the same career for 30 years or 40 years and she loves it. And so she doesn't, she said, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to just keep doing acupuncture. Like, why would you want to switch? You know what? It's not about other people understanding. (laughs) Yeah, It's not 
it's and you know what when you do that it's so liberating and the path begins to just show itself to you mm-hmm. one divine step at a time yeah and when we trust and we surrender and we just ask what's the next step where am i meant to be of contribution to people and make money because in the end you can't live the life you most desire if you don't have money mm-hmm. so attaching this and this together. Mm-hmm. Right. So what do you tell people that are negative or naysayers? Or what do you tell your clients to tell those people in their lives? You cannot change anybody else. Just be present for them. Acknowledge them. Take a breath and release. There's nothing that you can do to change someone else. You can tell them that's an interesting point of view that you have this point of view. And smile. <laughs> and then continue on. Yeah. But then also remember that you don't have to share what you're going to do with everyone. Right. Because in the moment when you cultivate this magical feeling of feeling like, oh, I'm going to do this because this is in alignment for me, it's a very vulnerable state. So being very mindful and aware of, first of have a vision. Why are you doing this? Then tap into this vision. And then connect with that future self and with that vision, with the trust that you will know when the people that are in alignment with that will show up. Mm. And you will know when it's time to say, guess what? I am leaving that acupuncture and I'm stepping into this. And they will be there and they will support you or they will give you the next step. Mm-hmm. But then also checking in with yourself when people will just not get it. And in the beginning... It's not the time to speak of it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they can throw in like self-doubt or the, their questions begin to play in our minds. Like, are they right? And blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'm making good money. I've been doing this for so long. Yeah. All of, so that's why. Just create this safe space for your vision and for your dream. Once yeah. you're like, in it, now I'm like, Psh, people, you have no idea. <laughs> but yeah. in the beginning... But also I realized that it might come to people not accepting my choice and decisions and that's okay too. Yes. And it doesn't matter. I'm just saying in the very beginning stages, when you are cultivating the momentum of the decision and moving forward in Uh this stage, if there's people like many times family, like if they just don't get it, what can you do about it? Nothing. Right. That's how they are. And those are their beliefs. And they cannot understand you. And that's okay. That doesn't make them wrong. Right. But we have a choice. Once you are out and you are rolling, you're like, guess what? I did it. Right. It's great. Then if they're like, well, blah, blah, blah. Mm, What are you thinking? That's not safe. What about the benefits? What about this? What about la, 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 la? Don't worry. I'm already in it. Yeah. But thank you for your concern. Yeah. And that's what I decided to do with some family because I I told them at the beginning and they were, they freaked out, freaked out and very upset. And I said, okay, so I just stopped talking about it and I'm doing it anyway, but I'm just not talking about it. And that's exactly what I had decided just the other day. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to even tell them until I'm doing it. What's the point? Don't share unless there is somebody can be of contribution to cultivating that vision and dream. Yeah. I feel bad because I feel like there's no support, but. Don't. I had no support. 
when I left my corporate job and I would fail at something, I would have to tell my ex-husband, I'm like, it's okay, honey. It's okay. I'm going to succeed next time. I'll be fine because I don't know if you can make it. I'm like, it's okay. You have to be your own number one supporter. Yeah. That's all. And then with having that strong vision, you're going to begin to attract other people that are going to also be your supporters, right. your tribe. But it takes, right. let go of the one, not let go. The naysayers, they can take a back seat for now. Yeah, totally. So how many failure, like how long did you have failure? I love talking about failures. So, cause we oh, don't get yeah. to succeed unless we fail. It was three years of failures. Yes, three years until I finally was like, this is it. I'm go-. Once I did launch this business, the failures were behind me. Yeah. Then I stepped into it and it's been evolving and flowing as I grow. But three years of failures, flops like all over the place. And taking gigs that I'm like, I can't even believe I am here right now. But I said... Yeah. I am not going back to working to someone. And I think we've all had weird gigs. I used to dress up as like weird costume characters to sell vodka drinks or whatever. Like I dressed up as an alien once for a party, like full bodysuit and a really ugly alien head and had drunk guys coming on to me. And it was not pretty. And that's like just one of the many costumes I've worn in my life that I got paid for. What you got to do. That's why like, I, I love helping women so they don't have to go through all these random gigs. They can focus on what their thing is. Yeah. I think but, when you're young, I was really young. So not really young, but 20s. Yeah, so, same yeah. thing. But again, if you, we many times don't see what's right in front of us. Mm -hmm. We don't see what others sometimes can see. A lot of times when the help can really push you forward. Right, because we don't have the self-confidence. Yeah, and like, can I really? I'm like, yeah. I remember one of my latest clients, her dream has always been to be a event planner. In 2020, all that, he's like, that's what I want my career to be in. And then once you set the vision and once you put the tools into motion, it's rolling. So sure enough, she's got a gig. She had a gig. And I told her like how much to ask for her as an initial fee. And she said, no, that's way too much. I couldn't possibly. I'm like, this is your base start. This is what you have to say. She said, yes, she did it. And then later she said, oh my gosh, I totally see like why you said this price and now it feels good and all of that. So it's about trusting, like finding mentorship and trusting right. that what they see for you and then the, the steps that they tell you, just do it. <laughs> and right. when you, But even when you do it like floppily, she was not the best student, but it still works. Right. I love because I have two types of clients. I have my wise women that are like in their 60s and 70s uh-huh. into late 70s. And I have my young goddesses. They're like in their 30s and 40s. Uh-huh. No, th- thir- yeah, mainly 30s some 40s. Man, the wise women, they are just such wise women. Yeah. And they really do the work. Right. The young goddesses, they really want to still, but there it's like, doo, doo, doo. they still get results. Yeah. Even like now, especially more than ever. Did you hear that on December 21st of last year, we went through the big energetic shift 
Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So something really did happen. I see the change with the speed with which my clients and myself are changing and manifesting. Mm. So there's really something to it. So mm-hmm. again, like whatever we focus on, like this is the perfect time, Kimberly, and for you to step out from where you're at into something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's, man. <laughs> It's not going to take three years now. It's going to, it's like lightning speed because of where we're at. Right. In times and energy and involvement and back 11, back 11 years ago, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was so like still California back then was known for the parties and the Hollywood and Paris Hilton and Nikki Lala, whatever her name was. And now it's all oh, California is all about spirituality and the vegan people mm-hmm. and peace and new age hippies, man, we came a long way and it's true. And it's it more like everything moves so fast now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And yoga, everything, all of it. Everybody's all into health and wellness. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. So what do you see for your future? You probably can't because you wait till you get a inspiration. Yes, but we all have those big visions that I speak about. Mm -hmm. So my big vision, it shifts between two things, but they're both similar. The latest one, since I love so much working and seeing the whole process from beginning to of wanting to reinvent to reinventing yourself into this person. In my vision, the super mega successful self-made multi-million dollar female entrepreneurs who are ready to reinvent themselves they hire me to work with them in their fabulous places where they live or where they vacation Mm. and they fly me out there in you know either private jets or full first class experience And I work with them and then I work with their teams. And the reason why it's those women and those people is because they have a huge circle of influence. So the ripple effect of the work that we do is just going to expand that much faster and have that much more impact. Mm-hmm. After I work with them, of course, I have my backpack with me and I'm going to be taking off to wherever the nearest or if I'm in a foreign country, I'm going to go and see the local people and how the locals live and what do they need? Where could I be of contribution to bettering the land or the quality life of the people? And because I'm working with these crazy rich multi-million dollar people, I have the money to bring in whatever resources are needed to either better the land or educate the people on how to make their lives better. Mm. So yeah, that's my vision. I like that. Have you done that in the past? Some of that lived among the locals and helped... Yes. And you you have a lot of great questions, Kimberly. (laughs) Great question. Yes. Now, when I travel and I see an opportunity where I can do that, but in a smaller way, in whatever way I can contribute now. So when I was traveling through the Philippines, I was doing a volunteer program there for a couple of weeks. So I would give back, but I would contribute with my time and my efforts, which I realized in my vision, I'm going to stick to giving of the money because that's where I can contribute the most 
or giving the knowledge, not doing the physical work. Mm -hmm. Then when COVID happened, those communities, they could no longer host volunteers because everybody had to leave. So then I knew those people. So I knew that they are real and the families are suffering. Then I was able to send money to them. Mm. And every time I do that, I reconnect with my vision of me going to these local communities and seeing a need and being able to contribute in a big way. But in the present moment, taking the actions that I can. There's also an orphanage out in Uganda that they are building a, um, a place for the kids and I send money there. So I, I give when I can, when it shows up. Or I was informed that one of my classmates from my class in Poland, we spent eight years together in the same group of kids moving through all the grades. I heard that he passed away. What can I do again financially? Like people need finances. So financially contributing to his wife and the kids anonymously. And because I didn't know him really, we I, I saw him when we were in eighth grade. Right. But seeing the opportunities where I could create a big change with what I can contribute now and taking that action and doing it. Wow. That's great. That's impressive. That's important. Mm, And what physical work were you doing in the Philippines? I was making eco bricks, you know, where you, I didn't know that eco bricks is basically picking up trash and then shoving the trash inside of the plastic bottle. So (laughs) compact until it's like a brick. Mm -hmm. It is a nasty job. I was also planting mangroves to save the um, erosion from the island. Also, you are in the muck up to your knees. And then I was helping um, educate the kids about the environment, their local kids. So there are a couple of different things, yeah. Wow. And you physically have to stuff the plastic bottles or you're just collecting the trash? Oh, yeah. All of it. All of it. Collect the trash from the local streets to show the people like don't like sometimes they don't understand that like you cannot just throw trash goes in the ocean where you fish for your fish. And that's how we also were educating the kids and showing them excitement. Go pick up the trash. And then we take the trash and we would shove it with a stick into the bottle. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) this is not for me that sounds really time consuming and that it's like hard labor without being hard labor but it's still hard yes, labor. exactly this will make my i my time can be utilized in a much better way but i needed to go through that to see and i was being frustrated because i'm like oh my gosh i'm like i can be of so much more contribution if they would allow me to maybe go speak to the high school kids or do right. something where i can speak and help them and finally they actually did bring in some high school kids and I was one of the random volunteers that happened to be walking by and they're like, Hey, you, these high school kids, they need to like talk to you, man. I talked with them for quite some time and I was able to make an impact. Good. Yeah. So, yes. And then what about work like that in Guatemala? You know, this time, I don't know yet. I have not signed up for anything. Mm -hmm. I'm, going this time to experience still running my business while I am there. Cause like for, I would not be able to volunteer. I don't know. Like for example, when I volunteered before we were in this remote little Island with no internet, I need the internet, steady internet for my business. Yeah. 
So right now I am keeping the momentum of the business going right. and seeing how it's going to keep rolling as I live abroad mm-hmm. and then see what opportunities show up for me while I'm there. Right. Things, right. different and things always show up and you never know who you meet. Like maybe there's a family in need. Maybe there's a child. Yeah. So is there anything that I haven't asked you that you want to talk about? Kimberly, and you've done such an amazing job with all these awesome questions. I've done a lot of podcasts, and these are some of the best questions. Aw, thank you. This is the time. If anybody is, like, not sure if now is the time, like, now is the time. This is it. Yeah. To take a leap and just don't worry if you don't have a plan. If it feels in alignment, make a decision and just choose a couple actions that you can take that moves you forward and just trust. Yeah. Yeah. And what would you tell your younger self, uh, a piece of advice, if you could give your younger self something now? Don't believe when people tell you this is the only way to do this. Because I believe that when they told me that my dream has always been to help people create change in their life through how they think, feel and behave. Mm -hmm. And I was told I have to have a PhD. And that's not true. So when somebody says, oh, no, this is not going to work, or no, this is the only way, don't believe them because there is always another way. Of course, unless you are like a doctor. Right. I was going to say like doctor, a surgeon. Then yeah. you have to be, do that or be a lot like certain things. Yes. But then many, but even then, like, why do you want to do this? Go into your why Cause in the end, maybe it's not about being a doctor. Maybe it's about saving people's lives. And there is maybe another way for you to do that besides the way that you made yourself believe that you have to take. Right. So even a doctor. Check in and check why are you doing it? Is it to make great money? And you think then this is why? Well, I guess go do that then. But if you want to really create change in the world, then ask yourself, is there another way? Am I meant to contribute in a different way? Yeah. Yeah. And doctors no longer make great money anyway. So exactly. Unfortunately. Yeah, because see, doctors maybe don't make a lot of money, but when you tune into your own to your purpose and you educate yourself and keep learning and absorbing then money is no limit you can create the income that you desire because then there is no if you're at this doctor you can make this much if you're no then you open yourself up to unlimited possibilities mm-hmm. right and decide if that's what you're looking for like for me I finally realized that I'm not interested in making a ton of money. I'm interested in, in just having enough to live on. And that's all I need. Then there you, exactly. And then, but also opening yourself up to more, even more opportunities. Mm-hmm. We can always ask for abundance, but know that all we really need is this. But it would be great if more shows up. Yeah. Well, and abundance means so many different things too. Abundance so of time. Yes. Time is so much more valuable than money in the end because we can always get more money. We cannot get more time. So true. So true. Yes. Yes. So where can people find you? The Dream Life Formula can find me on the website, thedreamlifeformula.com, on Facebook, The Dream Life Formula, Instagram, same. Okay. 
And all right. And I'll put all those in the show notes. And I did join your Facebook group today. So, oh, fantastic. <laughs> Welcome to the group. I'd love for you to include the link to the group as well. There's yeah. professional, it's a group for professional women that are ready to reinvent themselves. Yep. Yeah. It sounds great. Yep. And I share a lot of my tools, wisdom within the group that I do not share on the other pages. So, mm, okay. Our, our tribe. Yay. We're doing it. Yay. <laughs> important it's hard to find a tribe nowadays i'm finding um yes and no yes and no there is so many so you better stay active in searching until you find the ones that rest yeah yeah that's true yeah thank you i really enjoyed the interview and i can't wait to follow you in guatemala i'm like super excited and somewhat envious Thank you. Hey, you know, congratulations on making the decision and stepping out of your comfort zone and into the unknown. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It really is outside my comfort zone and it really is into the, I have no idea what's going to happen, but. And that's when the best stuff happens. Yeah. Memories and are not born out of us doing the same old boring things. It's about taking that leap, doing something. Yep. Doing something different. Yeah. Yes, and do you have a bunch of stuff you're putting in storage or do you just have your backpack? No, I just have my backpack. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then of other things I'm leaving, I'm leaving behind. Yeah. Like I did originally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't travel with much. The more stuff you have, the more you get weighed down. That is very true. <laughs> we don't need what we think we do. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Yep. Awesome. This was such great fun. I I look forward to seeing your journey. And I look forward to seeing yours. I post pictures of Guatemala, please. Oh, I will. Of okay. course. Okay, good. Okay. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye. You Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, I'd love it if you'd subscribe. Leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts is also highly appreciated. You can find me and more information about AUA on anunknownadventure.com. I do try to leave extensive show notes here under the podcast, but also on my website. The notes include links to everything that's been talked about today. However, my main goal is to give back to the community, to you. So if you have any questions, please DM me on Instagram at an unknown adventure. And whether you do or don't, following me there would light up my entire week. So remember to keep dreaming big because your adventure awaits and I can't wait to hear about it.